all bad. bad. You do that, you go to the box, you know, uh, two minutes by yourself, and you feel shame, you know, and then you get free. You are tuned in to the Just Chirpin' Podcast, the show that talks about hockey, life, and everything in between. With your hosts, Brent, Chris, Jay, and Stefan. What's up, boys? Hello. What's going on, everybody? Another day. <laughs> <laughs> For once, though, I actually had a really, really busy weekend. So it was a nice change of pace. Get out, a little Halloween party. Um, when is the Chick-fil-A cow? <laughs> so what is a Chick-fil-A cow? Have you not seen the cows? Yeah. Do you live under more, a rock, Jay? Yeah, it's the cows trying to promote chicken. chicken. I've never been. Eat more chicken. I've never been to Chick-fil-A. Oh, well, you're well you don't out. have to go to Chick-fil-A to not to see the ad. Yeah, there are billboards all around and TV ads and everything else. I guess I do live under a rock. Oh, it, was a little, right. it was a little awkward, though. Somebody dressed up as a chicken at the party. <laughs> 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 so about halfway through the night, I flipped over my sign and it said, let's go, Brandon. So I just rocked that for the rest of the night. <laughs> but, Fair enough. Oh, yeah. And then all the, the left wingers ran out the door. Good thing we weren't going to get political tonight. Oh, yeah. Oh, we weren't? I thought we were. Ouch. My bad. Oh, had a good time at your son's uh, party as well. Brent saw you out there and everything. So you were really getting your kid time in and stuff. Yeah, oh, I would try. hanging out with the adults at yeah, all. Yeah, you Kinda can't weird. have a kid's birthday party without Uncle Touchy being Man, there. I drank up those kids. I did. Oh, you drank them all you up. You know, Kaysen, Jackson, the Vances. You know what, though? If I'm messing with the kids, that gives all the adults a chance to do what they got to do, and I wear them out. Oh, Take them home, and they are all they go home, and they go to sleep. You did it. I did it. You did it. They were all tired. Petter's kids. Mine. And, oh. no, How did you know? You left your kid after you got home. <laughs> <laughs> he was tired, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good time. Good birthday party. I, I had fun. I got to see Kazi and, you know, and little Jackson and Lindsay. You know, it was just, it was a good time. It was, it was a lot nice of fun. getting everybody together. Um, you know, since we hadn't seen them since we melted the ice, yeah. we literally were the last skate and the ice melted back there. So yeah. it was cool getting all the hockey kids together again. And then, you know, of course, Kaysen's cousins and, and friends of ours that are outside of hockey, but we were able to cram everybody in the gym. So big thank you to For the Kids Gym. Heck um, yeah. Josh and Alyssa, they really rolled out the red carpet for us, uh, took really good care of us, and we're excited uh, to go back next year. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, party. And thank you for coming, uh, you gents. Uh, yeah, I was just going to ask yeah. Jay, would you have like a fishing well, thing or something going on so I, you couldn't make it to your uh, <laughs> cousin's kid's birthday party? Right, my nephew's. Um, no, I actually <laughs> talked to Stefan that day. That was a tricky one for us. Uh, I would have been there, listeners, so we would have had the quadfecta going on. But uh, I, unfortunately, or fortunately, however you want to look at it, had a hockey game for my son, of which I am the coach. Yeah, he was too busy winning. Yeah. So, winning. well, so just, you know, for those who know, me and Stumpy battled it off this weekend. Uh, our My boys uh, team and his boys, which I should very clarify, Stumpy is the head coach and I am the assistant coach of my team. So it's not like I'm the head coach or anything. Just wanted everyone to know that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it was a good game. It was great. I I mean, I love that kind of stuff. And there Was it uh, Hawks over Fox or Fox over Hawks? Uh, I'm Grand Valley. So it was okay. Grand Valley Stars over... Stars. Um, no, 
Yeah, stars versus the fox. Okay. Yeah. And how did you fare? Uh, we ended up on top this game. Uh, okay. Not by much. So the score, I think. I thought I saw three to one. Three to one. And actually, that point one second left, we scored a goal with point one second left. Again, the game was one to zero. There was an empty net. There was a random goal at the end, but pretty much really? one to zero. Good game. It was a great game, and I will, I will admit this: we got outplayed. We got beat to the puck on our fifty fifties. We got outpassed. Our goalie was on fire, and we had some really good bounces. Um, so the scoreboard, I don't personally think reflected the game, but nonetheless, our boys played hard. Their boys played very hard, and we just happened to come out on top over the weekend. Um, I honestly don't know if that will happen again. So they, we had played them early this season, and they crushed us 5-1. to one. Oh, wow. You <laughs> so know what, though? That's they're pre- a good team. <laughs> that's pretty good marked improvement, though. I mean, mm-hmm. it, your kids battled through it. You know, So if you want to yeah. look at it from a series standpoint, it's 1-1, one, one, and anything happens. That's why you play the games. And, yes. you know, so. and the best part was at the end being able to shake Stumpy's hand and give him a hug. You know, I love that guy. So it was super cool. And we all want to win. Stumpy, you know, as much as he was like, I'm really ha- uh, happy for you guys. You know, we both like, well, we both want to win, and that's mm-hmm. just not how it always works, and someone's got to lose. And unfortunately, it was them this time. It was us last time. And we'll, we'll, we will see each other again. So we are in the exact same uh, bracket. So we're both how one teams. Um, so we will definitely see each other again. Uh, and I'm looking forward to it. You know, even last year we battled Stumpy's team. Um, we both were to see each other in district finals and, uh, that was an awesome game as well. So it's always a pleasure. It's always fun. Um, you know, that being said, uh, that pretty much wraps up the weekend. So moving forward from that, let's, uh, let's jump in with a little bit of, That was such a smooth transition. <laughs> that was brutal. Yeah, yeah, I'll work on that. You have a penalty whistle Here, there? Let's try this again. Hey, guys, it was really good. Um, well, that's the end of the period. And, Chris, take it away. Yeah, we'd like to uh, – excuse me there. We'd like to take this time to uh, – Turn it over to Pirani's Hockey Shop here to listen to Charlie, I believe. We're going to speak with him for a few minutes. And here we go. Hey, Charlie, how's it going? I'm good. How are you? Not too bad. How has the day been going over there? Uh, slow day here at Pirani's, but uh, that's all right. Makes my life easy. Hey, I hear you there. Well, for those of you who don't know, Charlie is the manager up at our Pirani's Hockey World. And uh, we brought him in to do a small interview and kind of let us know all that Piranis has to offer the hockey player. So that being said, Charlie, you want to fill us in? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> to be quite honest with you, uh, Piranis kind of offers anything that a hockey player, whether you've been playing for eight years or just starting out or, you know, you've been playing for a while and you retired to the men's leagues and, looking to get back into it honestly we offer everything you know from just putting a replacement screw onto your helmet to uh getting you completely fitted for gear you know like i said looking for recreational gear or looking for something top of the line like something that your favorite nhl player wears you know most likely we got it and if we don't have it we can probably get it shipped in into our store at no cost to you so um you know even if it's uh, not like a personal thing even like our team sales department Anything that a team needs, you know, whether that be new jerseys, socks, you guys want to team order a tape, 
you know, if you guys want a brand new set of apparel with, you know, nice Bauer jackets, CCM jackets, anything like that, you know, we have it. Um, you know, um, even, even when it's not in hockey season, we also, <clears throat> sorry about that, we also offer some lacrosse services too, so, you know. Yeah, I've definitely, I've been in there. I've actually purchased lacrosse equipment from you guys because my children play lacrosse. And uh, when I was in there getting some hockey stuff, just so happened to be a one-stop shop for us. Um, you guys also do shape uh, skate sharpenings as well, correct? Yes, we do, absolutely. And do you do, like, skate repair as well? Yep. So if you need, like, a punch-out on your skate or you want to rebake them or if you need some eyelets replaced or even if you have a true skate that <clears throat> needs the eyelet in the back, you know, replaced, which is actually more common than you'd think but uh even inline skates we do a bunch of like mars blades stuff like that a whole bunch of skate repairs oh that's fantastic you know i must say one of my most favorite things about coming to piranis is every time i've been in there there's always somebody with a ton of knowledge of the game the equipment and you know in all honesty what's probably best for someone in my position so you know, I've been playing hockey for a while, but I still like to ask questions, and I'm still learning, and there's always someone in there that's more than welcome to help me. And uh, typically they're filled with great information. You know, I love it. Yeah, we definitely have guys from uh, all walks of life in here. You know, we have some – our uh, our veteran here, Steve, he's retired to the men's league now and has some college hockey players, high school players, you know, lots of experience, both, you know, like knowing the product knowledge and also knowing some of the stuff about – how certain skates, sticks, gear reacts by actually using it. So, Yeah, absolutely. Well, I must say, I go there, like I said, all the time. Anytime we're in the area, we're stopping by. I mean, I'm in there sometimes just to spend money. I don't even know what <laughs> I want, but it's like, oh, can I find something that I need or desire, you know, whether it be a mini stick or, oh, look at that uh, hockey ball. I think I could use that in the basement. Um, you know, and, and the ambiance, actually – in a lot of the places I've been, Steph, and maybe you can elaborate on this as well, but out of a lot of the hockey shops, it's the ambiance is actually really nice in there. Yeah, you walk in the front door and you're greeted with a staff, a counter. They have a, a hockey net sitting up there, plenty of lacrosse stuff and, and hockey equipment, and they're uh, they're welcoming you as you walk in the door. How can we help you? Um, you say, I'm just browsing. All right, they'll leave you alone. Or you tell them what you're looking for. They'll take you right to the aisle, help you get sized up. I brought Case in there uh, for his first set of hockey equipment and had plenty of help, got him all suited up and out the door at a reasonable price. Yeah, and that's the other thing I want to touch on, reasonable prices. I mean, you know, everybody's got to make a living, and uh, let's be honest, Charlie, as you know, this stuff ain't cheap. But, um, you know, you guys do give it at a, at a good price, and, uh, you know, and you've always been trustworthy. I've never bought a product from you that I've been uh, – that's been dissatisfactory, I guess I could say. It's always been quality stuff. So, but um, but I hey, you know, I really I really want to say thank you, Charles, for jumping on with us and giving us the time of the day and kind of filling us in. And uh, thanks for being here. And like I said, hopefully down the road we can get you on the show. Sounds good, and uh, it was my pleasure, guys. Hey, hey. Oh, uh, oh, I was gonna say hey, absolutely, man. We appreciate you sponsoring the podcast. And, um, you know, Prani for giving us some swag to give away on the show and at some of Brent's tournaments, the Silver Puck Challenge. Um, we really appreciate your uh, patronage, and we would appreciate our listeners um, in visiting Piranis. It's uh, it's bigger than your regular rink uh, pro shop. 
It's got everything from hockey tape to skate blades. Yeah. And one of our uh, guys just brought up to me, big old Brant, what is the exact location? Because we forgot to ask that. Um, so I'll actually just start out with the address. It's um, 2661 29th Street. Um, obviously, people know 28th Street better. So if you know where Schuler's Books is, it is straight behind Schuler's Books. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, so, um, you know, too, I, the way I come, I always pass Tesla. So when I see Tesla, I start getting excited and prepared for uh, Piranis coming up the road. As you're driving down 29th. <laughs> yeah, coming yeah. down 29th off of the Beltline there. So, well, perfect. Well, again, Charlie, we really do appreciate your time, and uh, we'll be chatting with you soon. Thank you again. All right, sounds good. Thanks, you guys. Thanks, hey, Charlie. Have no a good problem. one, man. Take care, buddy. Yep. Bye. Bye-bye. Let's get into this new segment brought to you by Just Chirpin, this week's picks, where we break down uh, three NHL hockey teams that we would like to showcase. So the three on the agenda today are the Panthers, the Oilers, and the Capitals. Where would you guys like to start? Oh, you got three three hot teams well, that you're putting out well, there. We're picking from the yeah. top of the echelon. Oh, we're, we're getting up there. I, I like that. I, I, you know... I'm I'm excited about this. You know, we we've, we've been covering a lot of hockey and stuff, but um being someone who, you know, loves the game but doesn't have a whole ton of time to like dissect it, um I think this is pretty cool. We're going to kind of dissect these teams, talk about the the teams themselves, talk about some of the uh top athletes on each team and uh just kind of give some information. So, let's start off with what I consider to be the number 1 team. Um overall, uh this this being the Florida Panthers with an 8-0-1. For, and they, that puts them at first place in the Atlantic Division. Yes. You know what? They have been. They have been playing really, really, really good. Yeah, they have been. Yeah, they've been playing very well, and they're under the helm of interim head coach Andrew uh, Burnett after Joel Quin- Joel Quinville's uh, resignation last week due I think to that's kind of the gate. I think that's kind of the hottest uh, topic that um, that that I that you bring up about the whole thing is the the Red Wings played Florida the day that uh, the refreshment the coach uh, stepped out the day that Joel Quinville, Quinville resigned down. so he was not behind the bench for that game uh, against the Red Wings they uh, you know Florida in my opinion that game came out hot and then they just maintained. I don't know. I I don't don't know if they're going to be able to avoid this controversy, and it's going to be interesting to see if they can keep this winning. Can, can they stay on top? Can they stay on top? With they're this? they're only minus as far as being a undefeated team is an overtime loss. So yes. they still gathered a point out of that game. They did. So it doesn't fall into the loss column. They have players. They can compete. Um, I, I've, I, I know I picked them, you know, to go to the playoffs here at the end. Barkov's good. Eklund's good. Uh, Got I, Sam I don't Reinhardt on there. And, um, I mean, Joe Thornton. Yeah. Like, I know that he's not knocking things down, but you, you put him on the team, he's, he's going to easily be a, a third or fourth line center. He's an old guy. I think he's getting about 10 to 15 minutes a game. I'm not going to lie to you. If I'm on that team – 
and say I say say I am like one of the middle of the road guys, but I've been there for you know five to seven years. I'm experienced. I'm an NHLer. I know what the hell I'm doing. And then I'm sitting there, and Joe Thornton walks through the door. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna listen. Mm-hmm. It's like Gretzky or Mario yeah. Lemieux or Yarmy Yager walking through the we, gate. We call it the twilight of his career, but that guy has been places. He's played some seriously big games in his career. He's been there and lost it. I don't care if you give him eight minutes a night, six minutes a night. I really think he's going to give you everything he wants. He wants a ring before he goes home, and this is a good chance for Florida. Yeah, just his presence in the room. Yeah, absolutely. Can, and, and not not only that, we're we're looking at a, a goaltender tandem. We've got an older Sergei Barvas, Bob Bobrovsky. Can I oh yeah. Hello, did I get it right finally? I don't think so, but we'll go oh, with it. Give me a button. Which <laughs> Holy cow! So he was acquired from Columbus, which. Tortorella was coaching in Columbus, yep. and that guy and Torts do not get along. So this is fresh blood for him. He's happy to be in a new market. He's probably happy to be out of Columbus. I mean, who the hell wouldn't be happy to be out of Ohio in general, except yes. for Chris? Yeah. Oh, I cannot wait to get out of there. Yeah. Two oh, years him and too. I was bolted. Yeah, see, there you go. So, And Chris lived in Columbus. Yeah, watered down's chilly. It's terrible. Oh, oh my gosh. And then, <laughs> and then we got this young kid, Spencer Knight in between the pipes too it could be a coin flip between two goalies but spencer knight's really putting up some decent numbers in between the pipes if you've got two hot goalies like that why have a coin flip you guys just share your you time and stay to. fresh all time. year long see who's staying hot going into the playoffs because you know you know everybody around this table knows that the panthers are going to be in the playoffs yeah oh yeah they're definitely going to bank uh, it to the round unless this controversy First round. totally is a distraction and knocks them off the table that's going to be the only thing that prevents them is they will beat themselves not getting into the playoffs. I think it's more than just Joel Quinville being their head coach, at, no longer being their head coach, I yeah. should say. Um, but the, the assistant coach jumping into that head coach role, I don't think that that's going to be a, a, a big speed bump. No, he re- Quinville, I think they'll get right over it. Yeah, Quinville removed himself quick. Yeah. So they, it tells you there's some, you know, there's some stuff there going yeah. on there. But you know what? He just took it off of the Florida or out of the Florida locker room and he put it back in Chicago. So Which is probably the best thing that he could have Absolutely. done. I think that was handled very well. There, there was some scrutiny put forth about the fact that they, they, they co- let him coach the night before there was a meeting with him and Gary Bettman. And all of this stuff started kind of coming out like around the time we recorded last week. Yep. So there's a little bit of a, a weird spot right there. But I think he did in in your or in respect to what you said, he did pull himself out Quick. so that he wasn't letting this circle around in the uh, Panther locker It was room. that next morning, you know, yeah. that when I hit, he might have done it at midnight or whatever the case may be. But when I caught the uh, sports highlights the, the next day. Red Wings are playing, so I'm following. Mm-hmm. Quenville already was removed. Yeah, I think Batman probably told him, like, hey, man, it's getting ugly, and whether you had much to do with it or not, your best option right now is to just resign, and hopefully we'll pick you up when we pick up uh, what's-his-nuts from Toronto, um, former Detroit coach. Oh, Oh, gosh, gosh I'm having a brain fart. <laughs> Yeah, because ever everybody wanted help to, us out, Jay, uh, Babcock, Babcock. Yep. See, Jay could have helped because yeah. that's his... I, which kind of blows me away. Because I, 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 you know, I know he's kind of a rough around the edges, but I like Babcock. Yeah. Oh yeah, because that's do we my want... Babcock is Bab... my wife's 
Maiden name. I was going to say, Jay could have helped us out with the maiden name. But he didn't. He let us go out there short-handed. Here we go. Do do you have anything (laughs) to add to the Florida Panthers, Jay, that we didn't cover? I I like the colors of their jerseys. I love lamp. Well, did you – so I know that you had picked them, but coming up into this year, did anyone really see Florida coming in with momentum based on last year? Last year. Oh, absolutely. I do believe so, yes. I I mean, they were were matched up against Tampa Bay, who won the Stanley Cup. And – if I'm not mistaken, that that series went at least six games. I think it almost. I think it went seven. It may have been a seven game. It was series. a great series. They they show that they're they are not going to go away. Mm-hmm. And I don't think uh, Florida the Panthers are going to go away for a while. I think they've they've figured out the formula. Well, I want to kind of jump into the some of the top points leaders on their team. Uh, do you guys know by get? Yeah, I'll give you a chance to guess the top three. I'm, I'm not gonna get. Uh, uh, I yeah. can't recall the name. I, I, I say just Barkov and e- e- Eklund are in the top three. Reinhardt is probably up there. Well, let's run this down. So right here, we're running with uh, now. You guys, I'm gonna brutal these names. So help me, okay? May, may I have? Yeah, a yeah you want to read? Here's the, here's the top four. You want me to read them? Yeah, the top four. Yeah, Jay just getting into hockey this week. (laughs) Hey, I I came prepared though, didn't I, boys? Yeah, I'd like, I'd love to. You know, his inkjet ran out of print. (laughs) Chris, mark down the time on this one. Just read the first one for me, and then I'll cover from there. Yes, um, Huberdu. Oh, not bad. Not bad. Yeah, actually, that was pretty good. Huberdu. Well, that was a letdown. Yep. And then we got uh, Barkoff (laughs) and Ekblad, and then uh, Anthony DeClaire. So. These are um, uh, point leaders. Yeah, yeah. So it says okay. right here, you got the point leaders, and up above it says who's carrying <laughs> the team in goals, yep. assists, and well, And I asked that because Aaron Ekblad is a defenseman. These two guys are looking yeah. at the at the box scores and stuff, trying to oh, break it down. Yeah, they well, didn't grow up with a newspaper like I did. Well, otherwise I'd be folding <laughs> papers over here like this. Like, oh, where's the damn sports section? Which, uh, so who is our who's our point who's our point leader? Point leader is Herberto. What is he running? Um, three goals, eight assists. So eleven points for eleven points. Who's it? Number He's two. a plus four. Um, two penalty minutes. Oh yeah, you want to keep going? No, no, no. I'm just yeah. wondering <laughs> points and who's in who's in our. Barkov is to... right behind him with ten points, and Ekblad is behind him with nine, and Anthony Duclair is with seven points. You said we had some defensemen in there. Yeah, um, Aaron Ekblad. As a defenseman with nine nine points, so that is three goals and six assists. Six assists. Good for him. I think they're so going to be there for rock a while. and roll. Yeah, they're going to be there. I think we move on to yeah. the uh, Edmonton Oilers. Let's jump into the Oilers. Who are the Oilers? Well, <laughs> never heard of them. Never I, heard of them. I heard somebody once say on the last episode that all they had was McDavid. Mm. Um, was that me? That may have been Brent. <laughs> it wasn't the last episode. There was a point in time where oh. someone said. Uh, we'll see where the Oilers go. All they have is McDavid. I'm I'm learning that Drysaddle can carry some weight. Well, I'll tell you this. Speaking of those two names, uh, McDavid has seven goals, ten assists, nine power play points for forty three shots. Uh, Drysaddle has seven goals, ten assists, six power play points for twenty five shots. I'm taking Drysaddle over McDavid yes. right now. Mark him <laughs> up in your fantasy, people. Drysaddle is going to be better than McDavid. So he's rocking 17 points right now. Yeah. Um, both are. I have 17 points, and they, and they both have the same amount of goals, and they both have the same amount of assists. Yes. But McDavid 
Oh, let's be honest. I mean, this guy is on the track to be a shoe-in for most points. Uh, I believe, who is in front of him? Uh, who do we have front and sitting in front of him? Is it all time that he's chasing down there saying is possible here? Or is this uh, in X amount of seasons, kind of like what Ovechkin did last year? Well, there's no doubt that there there's definitely talk that uh, McDavid is the best player ever. That ever existed. That, like, over the great one. Gretzky. Over the great one. They are saying this. Now, Brent, you're going to disagree. I know. You're I disagree. disagree. I disagree. But it's okay to disagree. It's nice to have a little confrontation around the room. Well, why are, but why would you say, so Steph, are you on the McDavid side or are you on the uh, the great one side? I'm definitely getting behind McDavid in this regard. We're talking a faster game. Um, no enforcers. It, it's totally different. This kid is getting beat up and banged up, and nobody's looking out for him. He's taking all this on the chin. He is getting his butt kicked in a very fast pass, fast pass, fast paced game. The passes are fast too. And, and if you even looked at uh, Gretzky wrong, someone was going to punch. One of six people were going to punch you in the face. Exactly. Yeah. That is the point. The way the game was played back then, I, I I wish I wish, and this is what makes sports great. I wish you could just take them and say, "All right, both you guys in your prime, go play a game." You know, right? But it, but you can't do that. The, the technology, the sticks. But I, mean, I I will say this: you you take you take things as it is, and you make things all equal equipment wise. I literally think that whether you you take the uh, the Oilers of Gretzky's era, and you put them against the Oilers of McDavid, the Oilers of the past, destroy McDavid. Do you just think through raw brute force? I'm starting with a goalie at Grant Fuhr. You got okay. you got Chelios out there. You got Yuri Curry. Marty McSorley, like you said, you anybody look at you sideways, McSorley's going to make sure you don't play game two or three. Right, right. And then you have Gretzky. You had Paul Coffey. I mean, you don't have guys uh, like names like that like you used to. Um, if you're if you're out there skating, I mean, McDavid's not afraid of anything. And, and I guess this is kind of where I, over the years, and maybe others can we talk about and look at. There, McDavid can do whatever he wants. The league's gonna protect him. Um, other players are gonna avoid him. Uh, all this other kind of stuff. He he has a clean slate, a, a clean walkthrough. Even though Gretzky was kind of purchased a walkthrough through the ticket of McSorley or Tony Twist or wherever he went, people still played the game hard on all the other levels. And then not saying that they didn't play hard against Gretzky, but they weren't gonna follow through with some of that stuff. You know, so the game is was was different back then, and I think that uh, at the end of times, I just rattle off eight names from from an Edmonton team from the '80s, and I can only tell you two, maybe three, from an Edmonton right now. Right now, yeah. Well, here we are you talking know, about McDavid and Drysdale. So you know, whatever you want to say his name, Drysdale. Drysdale. I I, I do. I just okay. I, we're here for you. I just think that the physicality of the game in the '80s made better hockey players because you had to legitimately skate with your head up. If we had the McSorleys out there, the the Grimsons, even even a Kirk Malpy and the Drapers going against these guys, uh, you know McDavid would be getting hit. They're, they're, the teams don't have that third fourth line pounding in your face, and I don't care what happens on Tuesday attitude. That's you hit that point. guy. That's a fine point. 
<laughs> you hit that guy. He shouldn't have been standing there. I you know I don't know we could argue I guess well I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say we don't argue. have to beat it up too this, bad we got plenty of show to go I know but I dude, like the stack kind of stuff that's though. okay I hey I I did I'm leaning on on make I don't think McDay, I don't think the Edmonton Oilers have the have it to carry through is kind of what I'm getting at with the long story short. Right, you're not. He's going to get a lot of points, but he's yeah. not going to get a lot of cups. So you guys don't right. think the grab of Hyman from Florida and Duncan Keith from uh, Chicago is enough to propel them? No, no. Through through the playoffs, Duncan Keith is actually to me a very surprise, like kind of like a surprise. It's like. I never put him on the list of anybody that's going to be one of those great guys, but then all of a sudden at the end of the season, I'm like, well, son of a bitch, there he is again. Well, he's always, you know what I mean? He's always been buried behind he's really, always really there, though. wealthy he's talent always up in there. front of him. You know, so uh, maybe maybe I get proven wrong. And we're talking do- defenseman to forward or center, so you know, you're going to see a little less points I don't out think they of have a D-man. T- I, don't, I don't think their goaltending's – I can't even tell you who their goalie is. It's solid enough to to carry them uh, through a playoff. They, they do not have – a marquee name goaltender. That's kind of, but it's kind of huge th- when it comes to there, playoffs. It, it, yep. could, it could be a hey, young goalie. Can sit. Edmonton just scored. Sorry, you know. Oh, was it Drysaddle? His name's on the back of that jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was a power play goal. So the well, uh, we, we didn't me- we didn't <laughs> mention it earlier though. Uh, the Oilers are are seven and one going into tonight's game versus awesome. Nashville. Yep. So that that's a that's a solid record right there. It is two solid teams. Eh, I guess Nashville's. I don't have the money eh, right now. They're not. Nah, don't worry about that. Um, well, the the uh, this is like an <laughs> age long di- a fight discussion, whatever you want to call it. The goat, right? It, it mm-hmm. even before before uh, Gretzky's times, there was who to to weigh him up against. Gordy Howe. Gordy yeah. Howe, yeah, right? Gordy, yeah. And and you know what I mean. Rocket so Richard. It's an age. Mm-hmm. You got names and. It's old as dirt when it comes to sports. That conversation. I am a firm believer that you. It's like between Jordan and LeBron James, or uh, I can't even believe you. You know what? I'm going to stop you right there. I never want to hear that second name on the show ever again. <laughs> there is only one goat, right? Right. When it comes to basketball, and there's those people right. that choose the greatest of the greatest. Oops, sorry. <laughs> oh, hello. Well, well, hit the whistle well, on that one. Yeah. Oh, bad. Bad. You do that, you go to the box, you know, uh, <laughs> two minutes by yourself, and you feel shame. You <laughs> yeah, know. you should feel shame for that. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um. <laughs> you burp on the pot, and uh, you go to box uh, two minutes. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's, it's just an age-old thing, man. I mean. I think I've I, always been a person to look back and be like, there's no way of knowing. The, mm-hmm. the game no. is so much faster today than it was back then, but the equipment was different. Now, also, I think there was more players in the league this year to have to beat out. So being a great today is a lot harder than it would have been. You know, how many expansion teams have we had? How many teams have grown? We were just talking about the, the wealth more? of where hockey has reached. We're, yeah. we're grabbing guys out of the, the West Coast and the desert market who are – you know, making their name in the NHL and markets that were were untapped in Gretzky's time. Yes. They basically came from Canada or the East Coast. I think we do. I know we have another name to hit on this list, but with what you guys just said, mm-hmm. and like I said, we could have this argument nonstop. I think that hockey players overall were better in the like nineties and two thousands than they are now. And the reason I say that is it's very saturated 
so many people and you have actual roster spots that you got to fill. So there's so many teams. So you're actually going to bring up, with all due respect, a garbage guy to fill a role versus less less teams. You got to bring the cream of the crop. Go look at the rosters from back in the day in the '90s and the two, early 2000s. Well, every team was put had every team, greats on them. Every team had five, six guys. Yeah, you know, now you're like, okay, I'm looking for that one-two marquee guy. Yeah, that's not a terrible way to look at it either. I, again, I, I'm going to stay on the position that I'm always going to stand. There's no way. Of knowing, you know, I mean, if yeah. you were to take Gretzky in his prime at his top speed, at his top slap shot, at his fastest snapshot, and you stick him up next to Gretzky at his time with the material he had to play with, it's not even close. You know what I mean? So now it comes a factor of saying, okay, well, what if you Gretzky had that stick? <laughs> you just don't know. Maybe Gretzky could have been better than he was yeah, if he absolutely. had that equipment. But you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's well, why, I, that's I why think, it's eras. But we're also playing eighty some games a year. Uh, regular season games uh, versus back then. You know, were these guys playing that many games? Yes. Were they getting... Yeah, they are playing 82. Oh, okay. so it's always 82 across the board. So I have two. always playing that amount of games. Plus, the travel back then probably wasn't nearly as comfortable. Let's not to mention dietary uh, needs that nowadays we you know we can stay on top of our game. We're back right. then. Chelios used to smoke in between periods. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think you know. So maybe the great, you know, maybe that's another way to playing look at guilty it. every game. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So, but it's let's, still beating ass. So before we move Go on ahead. to the next team, I just wanted to put out a couple of things like. For one, the greatest of all time is not a tangible person. You can only have the greatest of an era. I don't think across the board that any of the big four sports, you can ever say that one great athlete is better in his time now than the previous great athlete of their time because you can't compare the two. Apparently we have homework to do because I want to talk about this topic next week. I think this would be a fun one. I would say championships won. You know what I mean? I guess that would be a good way. Like how many championships did that guy win? How many championships did that guy win if they played the same amount of time or during those years from their rookie to their... I love... You know what? Like uh, We've all played together on the same team. The intangibles actually have ways of being measured, mm-hmm. you know, and there's their leadership, you know, yeah. does that make you great? Right. You know? and, and I think it does. And, and, and absolutely. That's there, why there's just too many variables to put a fine point right. on. That's it. what I'm saying. It's there's hard. just too many of them, but I, I just jotted it down for a topic for next week to get in a little bit more where we could, we could talk a little bit, expand outside of hockey and we could talk about other sports. Absolutely. Maybe, maybe hockey is the hardest one to compare perhaps. I don't know. I think each one, each league that you sit there and talk about have their same problems. You know, we could sit there and go, oh, my gosh, Ken Griffey Jr. is the best player ever. Some guy walks in the room and he's like, seriously? What about Hank Aaron? What about Willie Mays? You know, yeah. Willie Mays Hayes. <laughs> you know, Willie Mays, you know. Exactly. Each generation, the equipment, the size of the field, the, the bats, the, whatever. The, you know, there's so many variables that I can sit here and say, I have seen the greatest hockey player in the world play. I've seen the best baseball player play. And you could walk in and not be wrong and say, no, yeah, I did. That's why I say it. No, that's it's, probably the nice thing about opinions. That yeah. is why it's one. the most age old that's never been definitive. That's why no one is actually given a plaque for being the GOAT because mm-hmm. they're, you, you, it's intangible. Like well, that's also a term that's just come out in, in the, in last, the 21st yeah, century is the greatest where now we're time. talking the greatest of all time. Which, you know? I, I would you got say your probably, Tom Brady's, your Michael Jordan's, or LeBron. Well, Sorry, Brent. I'm going to go ahead and say Jordan probably was the first person that ever got referred to as the GOAT. Yeah. 
Boom. Yeah, just throwing that out so. there. That trumps that other yeah. guy you mentioned. Let's yeah. get into to the third team on a third. <laughs> Define the term. So we're going to jump into the Washington Capitals right now. They are five and one with three overtime losses. That's practically five and four. Yeah. So they did this. They get in there, but they cannot finish. I mean, they've got three points out of the deal on on the losing end. Sounds like Stefan's drunken night. But they <laughs> they are they're loaded with talent. Let's let's uh, just a couple of uh, hot names that I pulled. Ovechkin. Oh yeah. Yep. The Frenier. Never heard. Wilson. Uh, Knetsov. Oshie. Backstrom. Vanek. Samsonov. Those are two goalies. Mantha, your favorite, Brent. Not so much. Carlson and Orlov on defense. So you called out Oshie, Wilson, and Ovechkin? Yep. And Kuz... Kuz, Kuz Washington. Kuzman, how do you say that? Knetsov. Knetsov. Yep. Okay, Knetsov. so he's leading... He's he's second place on yeah, the Yeah, I was just going to say, points. I think he scored last night again. He's 13 points. I, I, I'm i blown away that they're sitting there at, what would you say, 5-1-3? Yes. That that's their record. On the other side of the coin is, if that hangs on like this, they're going to struggle all year long. But are they just kind of getting warmed up? Well, ba- and also one thing to to mention is Backstrom had just gotten back into the lineup, and he's kind of one of those names that really has always been like fourth or fifth in your top ten yep. on the team. But, but always he right there. brings so much as a second line center. I, I I'd be interested. You know, we don't have the uh, stuff in front of us here. How many times does Ovi score with Backstrom on the ice? A pass from Backstrom. It's you know, it's you're, you're talking loading up on power plays and Ovechkin. Remember how Gretzky had his office behind the net, yeah, and he'd yeah. make a pass up to the front. Yeah. Gretzky got most of his points on assists. Yeah. From his office. Ovechkin's office is at the top of the circle. In front of the net. You, 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 uh, for a 1T. Absolutely. You know, like you said, Gretzky's office. It was very easy. He was mm-hmm. passing to Yuri Curry or Luke, Luke Robitaille, who are, are all Or whoever leaders. skate he could bank it off yeah. him. <laughs> you know, and then all of a sudden, uh, uh, Backstrom and, and Ovi. You, you've got the you got Oshie. Backstrom feeding Ovi on the power play. And Ovi just has to sit there. He's a left winger. He shoots right, and he just sends clap bombs. I guess I'm not surprised that they're 5-1. and one. I'm going to set those three off to the, the side. Well, they're really in a competitive uh, division as yeah. well. That's what I was That's a at. really tough division. I didn't mean to take your yeah. steam. No, but it's fine. The Eastern Conference is a monster. It's wild over it there. Is, the, it, the West is just like the Wild West. It's who, whatever. I mean, I I don't have total uh, everything listed in front of me, like I was saying earlier, but to have all these teams in the Eastern Conference playing against each other, Eastern Conference is, is going to dominate the playoffs, in my opinion, again. I think the Eastern Conference is going to win the Stanley Cup again this year. And the teams like... That the uh, that uh, Washington's going against right out the gate. I mean, they they faced Florida, they faced uh, Buffalo, who's been hot. Uh, Detroit probably surprised them a little bit. You got you know the the Penguins. Uh, it, it's it's a tough tough conference. I I see five one and three as actually being pretty phenomenal in that conference. I I can't help but agree with you on that too. And the Wings are are given 
everybody a run for their money. They are. They're giving everybody hell, which, uh, I, you know, you guys can go ahead. If you listen to the podcast, did I not say they're going to surprise you people? <laughs> you did. And, and Chris's pick Chris's for them pick? to go to he the did. final. You know, I think Chris might, if they keep this up. Well, well, he might be the smartest one in the room. I am. <laughs> That's we'll, a good And we'll talk about, I, I, I think one of the teams that I want to talk about next week is the Wings. So I'd like to get more into those, uh, them as well. You watch this shit to bed this week. We really can't talk about them. You know what? <laughs> yeah, but we can they, talk about their future. Let, you know what? To be absolutely uh, uh, aware of what's going on, in the next 18 days, the Wings have 10 games, I believe. And they've got two back-to-backs. They're on the road for the majority of this. So they are going to stumble. They are going to yeah. fall. Uh, they've been to Canadian. Uh, they lost two, two in, in Montreal. Canada. Yep. Without, they lost to Toronto. No Bartuzzi. They didn't have Bartuzzi for both in Montreal. And then they also, last night they played Montreal. They were without Larkin yes. and Bertuzzi. I, and look, were they not competitive? Well, here we go. Now we're talking about the Wings. Well, <laughs> all right, we're going to have to change this up here. That to be continued. Well, one little thing to touch on before we jump into an ad here: um, the Blackhawks finally got a win. Yeah, that and was... a very dismal start to the season, uh, professionally and personally. Yeah, for, for the the Blackhawks. Awesome though. By the way, I watched the whole game. It was a great game. Watching it, I never would have thought that the Blackhawks were in last. Well would say with zero wins. But let's be honest, Kane was back after how many games off, one or two? Uh, he would have been out for 10 days for the COVID protocol, oh, wow. so, so he probably missed five four to, to five, seven yeah. games. Yeah, so he missed a massive portion of these games. Now he comes back in just a humming. Comes, he, I mean, what did he end up with? Four points, we said? Yeah. A hattie. Hattie. A, a, a natural hattie. No, I don't think it was natural, but he had a hat he trick. Did all of that and, one shift? And, and an assist. I mean... <laughs> Let's be, let's be, well, isn't a natural Hattie just unassisted? No, I natural, natural hat trick is, is three in, in a row. Right, unassisted, but not in the same shift. It doesn't no, have to be three, unassisted. Three goals three in a row. You get the first one, shift. you get the second one, you get the third one. Whether it's it doesn't a, oh, matter. Oh, they're just in a row? In a row. It doesn't matter oh. if, if two came in the first and one came in the second. It's okay. just all in a row. Hey, I, you learned me something tonight. How about that? That's what a natural. I thought it was in one shift. Will you quit kicking the no, goal? No, it's definitely not in one shift. Who's ever no. got a hat in one, a natural hat I don't know shift. Gretzky, but we weren't talking about the GOAT. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Um, oh, callback. I do want to jump in because a player that we, you know, a dominating player of the league, Kane, you know, we didn't talk about him really, but four points in one game, first game back, humming along. They, they, you know, who did they play again? Uh, the Senators. The Senators. Which is, uh, I looked at the record. They're not they're, the worst team in the league. They're but, towards uh, the bottom. We talked about them last <laughs> week being down there pretty far. But they're not the worst? No, they're not the worst. Okay, That's cool. the Arizona Coyotes. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, but, yeah, so I, I'm sitting here. I was excited to watch it. You know, I've always been a – Blackhawks fan. I love the Blackhawks. With exception to the little thing that was going on. I'm okay. I'm okay overlooking that. I'm okay. Not overlooking it as yeah, excusing I mean, it. I'm not going to let it deter me how I feel about the team as much as I feel about the management. Let's just go that it, way. It's nice to be able to root for the Blackhawks now that the Wings are in the Eastern Conference. And yeah. this isn't something that's new. It's been around for a little while. But when they were both in the Western Conference, you, you had, hated the Blackhawks. Ah, dude, I, I totally agree. 
I, I hated it. it was separated I by three hours. I don't want to see Ronick. I don't want to see Balfour. I don't want to see Chelios when he was over there. Mm-hmm. You uh, know? But then he's on your team. And then you're happy as he's, hell. He's kind of like a Tom Wilson. He's a dirtbag out there. Everybody hates him. But you know everybody in that Capitals locker room adores the guy. Yep. And not one player in the entire NHL would balk if he walked into their no. dressing room and played in front of them. It's kind of like me when I walk in a room. I get it. Well, well <laughs> yeah, but except except you're not handsome and he is. Who who do you guys I'm changing that next week? I'll be handsome by next week. You've been saying that for three weeks. I know. I've been waiting for the haircut. It's still. Oh, these Miller lights are what, so good. What other big names are coming? Not a sponsor out? yet. What what other big names are coming out of that program this year? Out of uh, the Capitals program, Blackhawks. Black, oh, sorry, yeah, I'm like two steps behind, eh? Yeah, I no, can, no, you're yeah okay. go ahead, play. I need you to get, do homework you get this there. One. <laughs> two minutes. Calm down, buddy. I have oh, not. Uh, I couldn't tell you who was drafted or where they're at with anything it, with upcoming for the Blackhawks. Well, I just didn't know, or, like you guys being a lot more into hockey and me not having a piece of paper of which I previously printed off to tell me so. I was I wondering we if there's any any down. bigger names. Yeah, yeah I say we skip it for next we'll week. We'll come back to the Blackhawks. We've Hawks. got our top three. Maybe we throw Red Wings, Red Black Wings, Blackhawks. Okay. Well, we could we could easily spit out Jonathan Taves, Patrick Kane, and um, Flower in that. Yeah, that Taves. Yes, that was another Captain one. Taves, Taves was on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they were Taves was in the lineup. Kane was in the lineup, and Fleury's playing the net. Yes. All the sports and in the they, wheel. Kind of were there. Getting the bag beat off from them big time. Yeah. So, and then Kane has to, you know, go lay low for a little while in the COVID protocol. He's back in the lineup. Maybe it was a little bit of resurgence. Yeah. Or maybe it was that they played kind of a fluff team that they really had no business losing the game. Or they're playing, they they were like, hey, guys, we're going to take a different tactic this year. We're going to play dead. (laughs) Yep. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You heard that, didn't you? Are you going to take a different tactic? (laughs) Take a different tactic. Different tactic. Go back to the time board on that. So Chris can mark it. My God, we got to put that on the web. The arsonist has oddly shaped feet. Puts it at 32 (laughs) <laughs> we all jumped up like, oh, oh play the goal horn. I, ne- I never saw those two words brought together so beautifully in my life. Oh, hey, just trying to put things together for you, make you guys laugh. You know, I did that on purpose. I swear it. Uh, Freud was right. But, no, but so joking aside. Um, all right, well. We hope our listeners will go ahead and check out On Your Game Pro Shop your place for skate detailing, tape, and accessories. Thank you, Chris, with the ad read. Well, let's jump into the next thing here, Stubb. What do we got next on the list? Yeah, so a little a bit away from hockey. Uh, last night, the Atlanta Braves won the World Series. First time since 1995. Ah, it was close when I guessed earlier. You did. I don't remember what you said, but I it said was 93. in the early 90s. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome! Congratulations! Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, congrats to Absolutely. the team. Not I, I don't want to look at baseball, but I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who are extremely happy about that. I I actually watched it last night. Did you? Absolutely. I I've, I I've enjoyed baseball, and uh, I did. You uh, bring up baseball a lot yeah. in your references, which is important, and I thought that was kind of cool to ta- that was tie a the two together. Homage to you. Yeah, yeah this I, was for you. It's oh, your, thank you. Oh my gosh, you have I'm the floor. Sleep so good tonight. I've enjoyed baseball my whole life. I've I played in, uh, played in high school. I played little city majors. I enjoy baseball. I followed the Braves. I followed all of it. But uh, 
to see them win the World Series after all these years again is it's 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 cool. It really is. Yeah, and kudos to them. Kudos Never thought I'd see two National League teams going against each other in a World Series. Is that right? Oh, what? see, do your history. The Houston Astros originally was a National uh-huh. League team. All right. So I get that. We can move forward. I didn't know that. Yeah, that was just a little tidbit on sports outside of hockey because we are, you know, heavily on oh. hockey. So there's definitely more news out there, and I'm sure Chris would has plenty of news to share with us. Well, before we oh, get I'm into sorry. that, yeah, we we gotta get into winners of the week, boys. So this is also gonna be a new segment for us that we brought to to light here, and pretty much what we're gonna do, see how it goes, is we're gonna take the top four teams, or you would say the top team from each division. So that would be the top team from the Atlantic, the Metro, the Central, and the Pacific. That being the Panthers out of the Atlantic, the Hurricanes out of the Metro, the Blues out of the Central, and the Oilers out of the Pacific. And uh, we're just going to run through the games, and we're all going to take a pick on who we think is going to win each game. That giving us a total of 13 games, I think, is what I counted. So if you guys got a piece of paper and you want to write down your pick for each game, we're going to run through them by date. So let's start off with tonight's games, November 3rd, being the Panthers versus the Oilers. Brent. Oh, that's going to be a barn burner. Two top Is teams. that being on right now? I'm going to go take a look over my shoulder. Uh, what was that What was that again, the teams? The Panthers. Or sorry, did I say the Panthers? I you lied did. to you. It is the Predators versus the Oilers. That's the game that's on right now. Oh, I'm going to go Oilers. I got the Oilers as well. Okay. Um, jumping into the Hurricanes versus the Blackhawks. Hurricanes. You know what? I, I'm not going to lie. Based on the BuzzFeed, I'm just going to pick the Blackhawks. I'm going with the Hurricanes. I want, I want the Hurricanes to go 82-0 this year. Um, <laughs> later They're on, on their way. So later on tonight at ten, we That's have for the, you, Rod the Bod, the the Blues versus Rod the Kings. The Who are you guys going with? What was that again? Say it again. Uh, go, tonight at ten, we got the Blues versus the Kings. Oh man, I'm going with the Blues, but I do like Kopitar. <laughs> I'm going with the Blues. I'm Blues. All right, all right. Now let's jump into tomorrow's games. Tomorrow at 7, we have the Capitals versus the Panthers. So here's two of the teams we covered, you guys. This one's a tough one, or you guys know who you're going No, it's easy. It's easy for me. I'm going Panthers. I'm with Brent. I am the same. I'm just not seeing it from the Capitals right now. So that's all. Well, no, I lied. So also tomorrow night, we have the Blues versus the Sharks. Blues, hands down. I am picking the Blues as well. Yeah, Make sure you get on DraftKings. Well. Somebody get on DraftKings and just do my picks every single time and split the money with me when we're done. You took my advice. What is your money doing the investing? Well, we're going to double, really double check next week and see where you're at. So coming up on Friday, November 5th, the only game of those top teams that we were talking about is the Rangers versus the Oilers. Who are you guys going with? See that's a that's a, that's a, that's a tough one for me because I when the show started I was like why aren't we talking about the Rangers tonight? So I am going to pick the Rangers over the Oilers. I'm going to take the Oilers. I am taking the Oilers as well. There we go. Draft Kings. All right. Put down 10. 
<laughs> Go, going into Saturday, another easy one. We got one game with uh with our with our top four, one of the top four that we were talking about. This is going to be um the, the Hurricanes versus the Panthers. Ooh, I just said it. Rod the bod, eighteen and zero. Hurricanes over Panthers. I got the Panthers over the Hurricanes. Yeah. I'm taking the Panthers as well. I'm, I'm just kind of riding the lightning here. Well, no, you're no, not riding, riding the lightning. No. You're riding the cougar. No, he's riding the rat. He's riding, <laughs> riding the, rat. the rat. He is riding the he's rat. riding the rat right through the ice. So ring. somebody said that the other day on an Ever podcast. And again, you guys can. You want us to enlighten you, you about this? You guys should chirp me how the rat, the rat. Okay, so the rat is to the Panthers what the octopus is to the Red Wings. Okay. That's but a little story, folklore. Yes, a little folklore. The story's a little bigger than that. Are they that. dead rats? No. Well, they are when they throw them on the ice. <laughs> well, are they frozen like white ones? No, they're they're rubber rats so, that get thrown on the ice. Okay. So go, the story. Go ahead. I'm gonna back I, in the nineties. Yeah, I'm gonna screw this up probably a little bit. I don't remember all I'm the names. You. And I don't know what happened. But in the locker room of the new Florida Panthers franchise, um, there was a rat that ran across the floor. And one of the players jumped up and did a slap shot to the rat and killed it on the spot. Yep. This all checks out. It was released to the news. It was supposed to be a locker room only story, (laughs) but it was released to the news. And hence the next night on the very first goal scored, the rink literally had thousands of plastic rats. Covering the ice, kind of like a hat trick kind of thing. It was like mm-hmm. a rat trick. Yep. Covering the ice, and it became almost a little bit of a traditional thing there. Um, the league did step in and say, "All right, no more rats." You know, and, and stuff that's like a that. bummer because that. that but well, it literally be some health code issues. Yeah, <laughs> that one. If you go look up a YouTube video in your free time, um, I did show it to Phoenix. That's kind of funny you brought it up because I mentioned it the other day, and he's nice. like, "I don't get it." I showed him the video, and the ice was. Gray, black, in color. I watched that. I watched so that much, game live. Yeah. Oh, it just kid. kept coming. It kept coming. Yeah. It kept coming. So that seems almost a little too set up. Do you think that really happened in the locker room, or was this a good publicist trying to, you no, know, get the I team think going? Was, and I think you know, it was, I think it was an inside story that got out. No, but I mean, do you think it actually happened, or yes, did it I do think it actually happened. get out, I've, and they wanted it to get out. No, I don't think there's any. No, they, back then they were when horrible. PR probably wasn't very. Yeah, they're an expansion team. They were horrible. They they brought a hockey team to Miami for crying out loud. Yeah, that's almost as bad as it bringing a, a hockey story. team out to Arizona. It is a true story. I've seen other interviews of people <laughs> going, "Oh, check this out. This guy, you know." And I, like I said, I can't remember the names. He jumps up in the locker room. That rat came across the floor in a new rink, and he hit that thing. And I, it, it's not just one. Player they shouldn't have been standing there. <laughs> it seems like they should have grabbed the cat out of Nashville and brought it to that <laughs> ring to take care of the rat problem. What other games you have, Jay? Um, so that's leading us into what is going to be Sunday, November seventh. How many game, days we got to go? There's just a couple. <laughs> well, Sunday should be the last day of the week, eh? The the Blues versus the Ducks. Oh, I'm going Blues. I got the Blues. Where are you going, Jay? Um, I'm, I was I, sorry. Yes, I am going the Blues. But All right. Did I say something earlier about Anaheim? 
No, I don't know. You have talk all the about papers. Anaheim earlier. Sorry. Yeah, you have literally the only pack of papers yep. with Sorry. information. So I'm going blues on that. <laughs> Jumping into Monday. Now we're going the Panthers versus the Rangers. Mm. This one I am going to have to say the Rangers have surprised me, but I am going to ride that rat train. I'm I'm on the rat train as well. Yeah, I'm choosing the Panthers. You know what's funny? And a little side note, I forgot to mention this earlier. So I grew up playing in the Big Rapids, and early on we used to be called the Big Rapids River Rats. Yep. So, and we were not called that anymore, but obviously with I the, remember uh, that actually the Muskegon running through there. Uh, so I thought that was kind of funny when there was like a rat thing because my a kid on our team, our mascot was a giant rat, and then some parents had bought in some rats, and when we win a game, a couple giant rats would hit you up You being the duck guy that you are, the duck hunting guy mm-hmm. that you are, what is a river rat? Oh, you're talking about muskrat? Ah, there you go. Yeah. There I thought you, you meant poor people that live down no, by the river. it's a muskrat. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's river a rat. river rat. Muskrat. muskrat. Yeah. Makes more sense. Um, all right, jumping into Tuesday. So, again, we're going from Wednesday to Wednesday. So when we come back on Wednesday, we probably won't remember. So I'm going to leave Wednesday off of here. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wrote these down. So What's which, Tuesday look let's like? Let's be honest. In fact, there's nothing for us on Wednesday for these teams. So works out really well. So now we're at, the, you know, the Panthers. Gosh, these guys are playing a lot. So the next one, they play again the next night, the Panthers versus the Devils, New Jersey. Devils are going to struggle all year long. They're young, they're fun, but they're not going to make it. Panthers over Devils. Panthers over Devils. Stephanie, you thinking the same? I think you're yes, right on the Panthers right train, so over Devils. I need to ask. All right, then we got the same night, Tuesday, the Hurricanes versus the Lightning. I like this one. Which if I, you're I gonna like go is, yeah. 82 and 0, you gotta go with the Hurricanes over the Lightning, right? Steph, what are you thinking? I think the Lightning are gonna serve them their first loss. I do too. I wrote them down, except I didn't spell Lightning right, but that's me, okay. Yeah, me either. He spelled it with a Q. <laughs> it's it silent. Happens. It All is right. silent. Now Q. here's another exciting one because we were just talking about these guys earlier, but the Oilers versus the Red Wings are also on Tuesday at 7:30. Yeah, I'm going Oilers on that game. I go on Oilers, but do we, do we still think that they're going to give them a run for their money? They definitely will give them a run for their money. I'm taking Red Wings. Because Ooh, I said I like they're that. giving people hell all year long. And as young as they are, I still think they're deeper than the Oilers. And the goaltender, I like it. I don't yeah. even care who you put Definitely in Definitely a better goaltending. I'm I'm going Red Wings over Oilers. I'm going to go the Wings as well. Mm, very That's, nice. Nope, you took McJesus. <laughs> all right, and that wraps us up with our very last game here, the Blues versus the Jets. Now, how is Winnipeg holding up? Because I've seen some... I watched a game the other night. I thought they looked pretty good, but I don't know their record. I will tell you that I do not know off the top of my head, but I am going Jets over Blues. I've got the Blues over the Jets. I like Wheeler. I think I'm going to rock the Blues over the Jets just because I don't know nothing else and being that the Blues are in the top of their division I'm thinking that's uh, they're doing pretty well right now. All right, so Brent Brent took the Jets the, the Jets over the Blues. The Jets are looking pretty good. They're uh they're 5 and 2 with uh two overtime losses yeah. on top of that. So they're running they with They looked pretty good the other day. A one win game or one game win streak, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> but they're they're right behind the blues and uh 
in standings for that division mm, mm. in the central. So that that could be that okay, could be a good barn burner. You know what I'd love to to have? Like seriously, how about this, you guys? Let's make this a thing for the listeners. You send us an email with your picks. If you beat anybody on the show, we're gonna give you some from some free Perani swag. Yeah, and we'll give you a free skate sharpening. And I from think yeah, because I have well, I have a sharpening for Pranis as well. We'll figure oh, out the wow. giveaway. You write up, you give us a list by tonight. Well, it won't be by tonight, so we'll have to take tonight off the list for you guys. You just have it here before we record Wednesday night. Yeah, and, and we'll start it from whenever I whenever I put the show up. So if we get it up tomorrow night, we'll start it from Friday on. So we won't screw you. Yeah, but, if you uh, have more picks than than us, yeah. you win some yeah. some merch. Let's do it that way. Cool, cool. Well, I'm uh, gotta look so at the, look the at last this. thing we wanted to get in on that was gonna be the um the the penguins. Yes, we did want to cover quickly on the penguins. Steph, you know most about this. You're actually yep. the one that brought it up. So why don't you take that? Away. Just briefly, um, and this is in the infancy of everything going on, but this is hot on the heels of everything that's going on with Chicago. And last week we mentioned that this might be a floodgate opening of a new uh, Me Too movement for the NHL. And that's not to cast shade on the official Me Too movement because all of that stuff was effed up. But earlier yesterday, Aaron Sklendenny, ex-wife of former Wilkes-Barre Scranton, Penguins head coach Jared Sklendenny, has filed a lawsuit alleged sexual assault by ex-Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins Head coach John um, Dottonelli naming uh, Bill Guerin, Mario Lemieux, Ron Berkeley as defendants in her case. Additionally, Jer- Jared Sclendetti has also requested that the Penguins launch an independent investigation into the allegations that the for- the team be forced to litigate in a public court rather than a private arbitration hearing. So this is all very new, but we want to break it here first on just chirping that there are there there's some there, there's an avalanche coming in the Pittsburgh organization that could very well be as big as the if not bigger than uh, what's going on with the Chicago organization. Dude, I called this as soon as the Chicago thing happened. I said, be prepared. This is going to be a not a snowstorm. I mean, I'm thinking worse than that now. Maybe a blizzard. I'm thinking a hurricane, but I don't want to say that because that's like pun not intended. Well, he already said avalanche, so <laughs> he might as well. They're in. <laughs> they are in a penguin of a predicament. They are in a penguin. So th- this is this isn't the this is not the beginning, you guys. This is or not the end, not the middle. This is the beginning. You are going to see a lot of names. You're going to see a lot of people being fired. Uh, resigning. I mean, there's going to be, it's going to get to the point where I feel like programs are just going to start launching investigations on things that were talked about uh, or brought up in their previous history just to get on top of it before it, before it becomes a PR issue. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. We'll see. We don't know all the, all the details yet. So we'll wait for a little bit more details to come up before we touch more on it. But, it's, yeah, it's, at least we got it out there. It's yeah. really that simple. I end every show with it. Make good choices. Yeah. Holy right? shit. Yeah, absolutely. Like, seriously. Don't grow up your employee's wife. Well, here's what really bugs me is, like, we have sat at this table numerous times and talked about the integrity and the honesty and the loyalty and what hockey players bring, and then all of a sudden, 
we are getting all these scandals that we've. Well, and that's just the thing. It really is a black eye for every hockey player. You don't have to be a professional, but we're start. It's starting to come out a little bit more NFL like where. Let's Every week there was something new coming up, right. and you take don't, these people. Don't, that don't, don't, no, no, don't, don't, don't criticize me too hard on this. But let's think about how far behind the curve has hockey been with everything, and when it comes to sports, you know what? Seriously, you know, baseball is going to lead the charge because that's America's pastime. Yeah. Football is going to come in second. Hockey or NASCAR is going to be three and four. And you know what? American soccer is going to be five. So you give it another four years, we're going to hear about all the BS that's happened in America and Major League Soccer. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just a trickle-down effect. It's it's going to happen for a while. It's unfortunate. We don't – first of all, it doesn't need to be there in sports. You, you're privileged. You have money. You have opportunity to do the right thing and you're making the wrong choice. And I think that's probably what bothers me most about, uh, you know, the, the people in positions that, uh, well, that positions are power. Stuff, Listen, you know? yeah. I, I don't care what team, what sport it is a person who is in position of power that feels that they can use that position of power to get what they want. And it's sickening. It's frustrating. But at the same time, if you're the type of person who's doing those kind of things, you don't have a conscience. You don't think like we think. Yeah, it's it, just, it is seriously. It is. It's just you, nauseating. You, you might just... as well be Ted Bundy. <laughs> I, I I wasn't gonna go that far, but I was definitely gonna say Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, I mean, I mean <laughs> not that, <laughs> right. So you went you went as far and then took a half a step back. Yeah, well, it's uh, just a black eye on every hockey player that it, I think I speak for most of us, where you feel like we're the most down to earth, the most regular, most real, individual, the most of the mostest. The Real, mostest of the with the hostess with the mostest that are just so cool and cavalier, and then all of this stuff happens, and now you're no better than I don't any know. Listen, of when, the other when's the last time sports? you spent an hour with a whole group of eighteen year old professional hockey players? I'm sure they are to this day probably not my cup of tea. <laughs> you, you you know what though? I I know we're gonna jump into something real quick, but us three share the same locker room. More times than not. Mm-hmm. And especially we, we play on a co-ed weekend. Would you guys not uh, support me in the statement that I was like, oh, girls are going in the shower or the girls are getting changed. All heads go down and towels go up and there's this level of respect. There's nothing in that locker. That locker room is to me is always should be sanctuary. That should be a safe spot. Yes, you're getting changed, but that's when you're most vulnerable. And, you know, I don't want to throw the people's names under the bus or anything, but probably hey, a good idea. Yeah. Hey, hey, I got to go to the bathroom or, or something. Um, and, and, and somebody blocks a wall or well, puts hey, a towel hang on a minute. up. The girls are in there. You hang on. Yeah, yep. absolutely. And I, I, I love that about our team and other teams that have been a part of um, that. You know what? You should feel safe there. Even when you are vulnerable, uh, whether you're showering or going to the bathroom or or putting on your yeah. your clothes after a game, well, mm-hmm. you got to be safe. And if your teammates aren't doing it to you, then then say something and I'm get gonna, out. I'm yeah. gonna say in you our know, it's in inappropriate. It's to, inappropriate. You know, jokes are jokes. Jokes are jokes. Right, right. But I think in our locker room, and I can't speak for others because I haven't been in others. But really, what it comes down to 
is that all of us are comfortable enough to do that if none of us ha- were wearing a wedding band or called ourselves in a relationship. If Absolutely. every one of us were single in that locker room, we'd be showering and we wouldn't be staring. We wouldn't be looking. We would just take our shower. But the respect goes as far as I know so-and-so's boyfriend. I know so-and-so's husband. I know so-and-so's wife. You have and respect so now for I'm respecting beyond that person individually, but who's in their life. You know what I mean? And that's that's just kind of how we've always been and how we are because there's been, I mean, let's be honest, there's been moments in the locker room where something slips. You know, I, I change in the locker room 99%, 99.9% of the time with only men. And for that one weekend, I'm talking to somebody across from me and all of a sudden I start pulling my jock down before I realize that there's a girl oh, yes. kitty corner her who's, <laughs> who's got a whole, a nice, little, a nice little dong show. Well, and, and for us, too, Oops. being respectful, the girls are the same way. Mm-hmm. They know a lot of our wives and our spouses are significant others. Yeah. If that were to happen, they're just as quick to turn away yeah. than they are to, you know, stare, if you will. Oh, yeah. There's a moment in the last last game we played in the co-ed. I won't say any names, but sitting there yapping, uh, the girl sitting right across me, she's talking to me face-to-face, and her Mind you, her boyfriend's in the locker room standing almost right next to her, also staring at me. And I just, just for like from jock from hips to knees, had pulled my jock down as I was talking before I, it like caught me and I pulled my jock back up. And I still to this moment feel terrible about that. I feel terrible about that. Like it was a complete accident, but like (laughs) I feel terrible. So if you know who you are, you know who you are. I'm going to sit here and say I apologize again. I, I, I think, you know, out of, out of the guys that we have in that locker room, you know, us three and, and, and Tim, um, I'm probably the most uh, loose with what oh, I... I go, to the, I, I go to the shower with my yeah, jock you on. You and absolutely I do. I come back with, yeah, I, I do kind of face a wall, drop trowel. You know, it kind of reminds me of, uh, you know, here we go, baseball, right? Major League. I, I'm too <laughs> old to go running in any, any lockers or adorned. You know, it's not going to happen, you know, but I'll churn, you know, and I'll put my towel on. I'm not going to sit there and, and be that guy. Yeah. And, the, you know, you know, Stefan rocks the shower curtain style. I mean, he's got his towel wrapped around his nipples and it goes down to his knees <laughs> and he does all of his undressing. I love yep. her. And I, I have the one in my hair. Yep. I love our locker room. I love the respect that. Is. So, and so when news articles hit like this, even though uh, we are clearly not at that stature, it should, it clearly says that, hey, we know how to, you know, manage ourselves. And respect each other. But it would be different. You know, I look at it like that's one thing, but it'd be different if you were like, oh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm Brent. I run these tournaments. You know, if you want to play this game, you got to show me them boobies. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, that's where, like, I'm like, okay, the position of power is really taken advantage of. And it just, it just, it frustrates me. If you were that type of person, we wouldn't be friends. No. You know, what I, mean? I wouldn't. I wouldn't be doing this for seventeen years right. either, because you know what? Exactly. Somebody would have said and something. It would be on, yeah. So yeah. and Sports Center, of course. We hope you guys can go ahead and check out Skates Pro Shop, your place for skates, sticks, pucks, and more. Well, let's. I want to take this uh, and and move forward into the news. Uh, Chris, you have got uh, something that's local for us. Yeah, it's been kind of a slow news week around here and stuff. So um, it's been uh, kind of interesting that Wahlburgers has opened up here in Grand Rapids. That um, they opened up downtown here. Opened up in downtown. Whereabouts? 
Grand Rapids. Uh, division. <laughs> <laughs> I know no you shit, said you're on the board there, Jay, so I just had to remind you that. Wait, it opened up about? in downtown Grand Rapids. <laughs> They're right across from Sanchez. Oh, I didn't hear oh. you say downtown Grand Rapids. I thought you said downtown. So, so, oh, was, so well, I did, but. And then I know. meant whereabouts, like whereabouts downtown. Yes, I knew what you meant. It was just funny. His, we're not laughing at you. Okay. We're laughing at him. Fair enough. Um, no, you're laughing at I'm him. I'm laughing at you. Brent's like, I'm laughing at all you fuckers. So there's a small little triangle between where Sanchez and Grand Rapids Brewing and all that is, and then the police department up, yep. up towards Division, and then the parking garage on the on the other side. Fulton, uh, no, Ionia. Fulton and Ionia. Small little triangle at. there that used to be a parking lot. They Weren't they going to build like a 20-story building there or something? Yes. But and they, then COVID hit, and then they're like, oh, can't do that well i don't think they were able to approve with the underground not being able to stretch it out like far enough without disrupting the streets so are you guys saying before next week we have to do a group Wahlbergs? i would love it so that actually sounds like a great idea we have a review why not i am if we could get in i hate yeah we might take a minute to do oh yeah well okay we'll do this in july Next year. What I want to say <laughs> is, did you guys ever watch the, it was on Netflix, I yeah, they believe. All, it was series the, they had. the series for Mark Wahlberg. I am a massive Wahlberg fan. Massive Wahlberg fan. And if you all don't know, Wahlbergers is not actually. If you don't all know, Marky Mark. Well, right. Never heard of him. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm a <laughs> Dirk Diggler. Or, uh, yeah, Dirk <laughs> yeah, Diggler. you yeah. <laughs> out. So, uh, I didn't know this, but like. Wahlburgers is not like Mark's idea. That's like um, his mom, isn't it? No, his, no, his brother. brother's a chef. Yeah, yeah. Paul. He's the head Paul. chef. His brother yeah. Paul, he's the head chef. Yeah, there, he was there, actually in town yesterday. A couple of my friends there, got a picture with him. So there is there three brothers, Donnie, Paul, and Mark, or is there more? Donnie, Paul, Mark. There's, there's four, uh, isn't there? There's Total? a couple of sisters, too, I think. At least one. Yeah, I don't remember. In the family. Okay. Oh, maybe that's just that movie, Four Brothers. Uh, <laughs> right? He was a, a star in that. Yeah, and and I'm not gonna lie that uh that I'm excited. I want to try it. I know they've been struggling, so there's been some struggles and stuff. Be watching the series or whatever with the menu and whatnot like that. But they're still opening, which means they're growing. You know, I'd like to know if Marky Mark's gonna show up. If you're not struggling, you're not growing. Right, right, right. And, you know, and it, apparently it's supposed to be like a really fancy, like not really fancy, but a fancier place like it's not like your Wahlburgers is not like your Burger King so it's like eight guys instead of five no uh. I would say it's even a step up for five guys I think it's like full blown restaurant I don't know I haven't been there yeah I don't I know just turned so, it open. I just oh, want to okay. meet uh, like Red Danny Robins Reagan. times two Danny who Reagan Danny Reagan Donnie Donnie Wahlberg's character is yes. Danny Reagan. What yeah. is that? An entourage or something? No, Blue Bloods. Blue Oh, Blue Bloods. Oh, yeah, of no, course. That show. Of, yep. Are but, you kidding me? How could you? Oh, great show. Well, he's not going to be a full time chef there, is he? Is he going to? He, no, he no, just that's made the an brother. appearance. Yeah, the brother. He just made an appearance here. That's kind of like what I do every time I go to the Wait, store. Wait, what are you asking? He was saying Jay's he wanted confused. to meet him. No, he was saying he wanted to meet him. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, he he's must... not going to be there on the regular. Right, so... he wouldn't be there on the regular. Yeah, he's, he's just probably here. No, none place. of them. I don't think any of them would be there on the regular. No, Mar- I know Mark shows up for openings and stuff like that based on the show. But so... I know he's also rocking that apparel company called Municipal. 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 Roads. I don't know, but their gear is really sweet. The word is supposed to mean something about like 
municipal is like meant to be like the core of your city, the core of your town or something like yeah. that. It's got some tie to your community. Yes. But he's it's a clothing line and uh he's got some really cool stuff out there. I've actually been trying to look up some of it uh when the show would come out. I haven't yet, so I'm sure some stuff's to release, but I just pulled up uh, the, the the siblings, and this is a good old Catholic family from Boston. Mm-hmm. You got obviously Mark Wahlberg, Donnie Wahlberg, Paul Wahlberg, Robert Wahlberg. So there's four brothers: Scott Wahlberg, Jim Five, Wahlberg, six, Debbie Wahlberg, seven, Arthur Wahlberg, Tracy Wahlberg, Donna Wahlberg, Michelle Wahlberg. Now, I don't know if they're all siblings. This is just a Google I was search. Say, Jeez, I'm, I'm like, thinking there's no way. There's a couple of pictures in here of some ladies that look a little bit older yeah. than, uh, no, you I know, think, Marky. I think there was. He did have a bunch. He was, like, the youngest of everybody. I don't know. It'd you be know, nice know to have somebody about. Google. Oh, somebody I, who loves that. Hold, hold on or here. Hold on here, guys. There are nine Wahlberg yeah. siblings. I was going to say, I think oh, there is a lot. So his parents only had sex nine times if they're Catholic. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Is he the youngest? You know, I'm Catholic, and I've had sex way more than one time. No, you haven't. You only have one kid. Oh, I'm sorry. I've only you had sex one time. Is Mark the youngest? Just wondering. Oh, jeez. Okay, too much now to you ask. put me on the spot. Too much to ask. I don't, I, no, I think he falls in the middle. So he's got a younger sister? Is what no, it, goes, <laughs> it goes Michelle, Tracy, Arthur, Paul, it's really not Jim, that it's not that Robert, Donnie, Mark. Go ahead and check out True Edge Skate Sharpening and Detailing. Please subscribe and follow Just Chirpin. Don't forget to visit JustChirpin.com. Hell, send us an email. Good or bad, feedback is appreciated. Tell us what you want us to talk about. Thanks for listening. See you at the rink. It's called chirping, yo. And chirping's what we do. And if you play a little bit of hockey, then I'm sure you'll be chirping too. So I started this show with my good friend and my crazy ass cousin. So we get on these mics and we chirp all night. Cause we're chirping to you. So pull up a chair and grab a brew and listen to Chirpin.